Hello and welcome to another episode of Gem City Gridiron Roundup Podcast. As always, I am your host, Alton Van Peltscotch on the sidelines. With me, I have the commissioner, the grandfather, the father, the guy with a full mouth full of food right now, Zach Stewart. What's up? I'm in a perky mood. Yeah, good, good. Also, we have... um, Finally, he graces us with his presence, uh, the uh, trade maestro himself, Cody Lee Sackett. Appreciate it. Happy to finally join. Uh, been uh, busy the last month, new job, all sorts of family stuff. So traveled to New York a couple weeks ago, and that pretty much wore me out. And I think I might have actually got COVID for the first time. So, Oh, wow. <laughs> Lots of porn going on in the background on his TV. That's why he's got to blur it out. So, copyright infringements. Yeah. Zappy Indians. I see a ball sack <laughs> right there. Testicles. It's Bailey Zappies. Easy. All right. Let's just hop into this. Um, high scoring affair in some grapple. Desert. Oh, I thought we were never. I believe. Yeah, Thursday night. State Farm Stadium. Is that the desert? 42 uh, 34. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because it's the Mercedes Benz Dome is where the Saints play. So mm-hmm. 42 34. Cardinals, uh, two defensive touchdowns. Really not a ton of offense for the Cardinals, but just enough to get it done. Eno Benjamin ju- does go off. Uh, Kyler Murray, 30 yards on the ground. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins with a big showing coming straight off of the uh, suspended list, correct? Or was it IR? Uh, suspended list. I, I was really, I really wanted to see what that Cardinals offense was going to look like with both Hollywood Brown and Hopkins. Like they had one really good receiver and then he goes out for now a few weeks and now Hopkins comes back. He does his business. I think when Hollywood comes back, it's a, it's a two man race. Like Hopkins is get, they're both getting 10 targets a game. Mm-hmm really excited for Hopkins when they come back because he played more slot snaps over 60% of his snaps in the slots last week. Hmm. And he's been averaging around 20% the last couple of years with the Cardinals. I think Hollywood stays outside and Hopkins is your slot guy. Which means that the target share probably will continue. Um, on the other side, Chris Olave with another nice game and Alvin Kamara starting to put together a little bit, just no touchdowns. Yeah, I'm, there's a quarterback controversy there. Um, I st- still think Winston's going to start when he's fully healthy, but um, it's not. Andy Dalton's not the answer either. Yeah, um, you probably just got to roll Jameis out there for the rest of the year just to see what happens, unless you want to, you know, do some Taysom who I mean, scores they, again. <laughs> Taysom, he actually catches one this time. Carolina Panthers fresh off selling Christian McCaffrey. For those of you who don't know, Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers for, I believe, three uh, picks next year and one pick the year after. A second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. (laughs) Yeah, huge deal. Um, And then, you know, everybody's putting Tom Brady to bed. Yeah, and... He, they did not look very good. I don't know what's going on. They lose to the Steelers and they lose to the Panthers. Um, Tom's in disarray. 28 targets between Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And they still couldn't do anything. Uh, Mike Evans dropped like a 64. Oh, I know. First drop yeah, that was 
Terrible, and terrible drop. It's just a, that's a momentum killer, man. You're already playing bad, and you drop something that easy in the bread basket, and yeah, they just they don't look right. There's a timing issue there, and I think that their offensive line. Uh, there was a stat on ESPN that Breeze got the least time to pressure in the NFL right now, and it's not even close. Him and Rodgers are both a second under time to pressure every other quarterback in the league. So there's a reason you're seeing the two of the old guys struggle a little bit. <laughs> the old guys. Deontay Foreman and Shuba Hubbard get uh, pretty even work in this one. Hubbard with the touchdown. Uh, DJ Moore with the large target share out of nowhere. Yeah, I believe he had like a 45% target share, but that's what's going to happen when you get rid of Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey and one one and a half weeks apart from each other. He's going to get everything. And P.J. Walker has earned himself another start, it looks like. Uh, yeah, that was actually announced today, so that's, that's mm-hmm. what we're getting, P.J. Walker and B.K. Yeah. We have the Cincinnati Bengals 35, Falcons 17. Bengals came out hot in the first half. Uh, they have been slow going as late, so it was nice to see that. I don't want to talk about the Falcons. I'm I'm disappointed. Algier with the touchdown, uh, 75 yard touchdown catch from Demir Bird. Zacchaeus once again is the James White of flex players, 6.1 points. Uh, and God, they're so bad. Like I think they were down, down the entire game. Corners. They're missing What's like that? four cornerbacks. I don't know. Uh, this was the first time the Falcons did not cover so far this year. That's true. I took that uh, L. J- yeah. Jamar Chase goes off. Yeah, Actually, Jamar Tyler Boyd, Chase. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon all all with nice games. Yeah, that was I, I don't get like how can we get the Falcons to pass the ball more? Like you took and don't get me started on Kyle Pitts, but you took Drake London also in the top ten. Like you take out. two No, he played. Oh no, he played. No. You get no, like, Marcus Mariota. I don't think Desmond Renner's going to do much better, but I'm like, you take these guys in the top 10, you know, Pitts at number four overall, and then Drake London eighth overall to throw it 13 times. And you're but down the entire game. With the Bucks struggling, I mean, what are they, one, one and a half, two games out from the division? One still game. Still one so they're game. probably not making a change anytime soon. No, I just, I just don't get it. I, I, you take two top elite guys in the top 10 of the draft and you don't throw the ball. Just doesn't make any sense to me. Cowboys 24, Lions 6. Uh, a nice, efficient day having Dak back. Uh, Zeke plops into the end zone two times. Uh, <laughs> That's encouraging. Plops. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Jamal um, Williams uh, fills in once again, has a decent day, but he's not the uh, touchdown machine that he has been so far this year. And all of the Lions receivers get in the mix. Yeah, I had um, seen um, a meme on Twitter that oh, it wasn't no, it was on a podcast. Um, it wasn't the plops in the end zone. Um, Tony Pollard gets him all the way down there, does all the leg work, and then Zeke just backs into the end zone, mm-hmm. backs his way up, <laughs> like that. Yeah, backs his way up. Yeah, it was I don't know, weird game. Um, that the Lions didn't give the Cowboys much much to work with. Um, even though the Lions were leading at halftime, um, but picked it up after they half after the half. Zeke um, made it but, like a fat man on a crowded subway. That's what happened. Hey, two tutties, two tutties, two titties. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, Jets take care of business against the Broncos. Um, I don't know if either of us had this as their lock, but I felt like even before Russell Wilson got ruled out, I was thinking that the Jets were going to continue overachieving. Um, no, your uh, lock of the week was Melvin Gordon was going to run 21 times for 166 yards and two touchdowns. He ran 11 times for, three, for 33 yards, yards, two catches and 17 yards. <laughs> uh, Latavius Murray with the touchdown. Uh, the Broncos could not do anything on offense. No, Brett Rip, 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 or Ripen. Um, he's the one um, taking over right now. Uh, he may start one more week. Um, again, sorry to the folks in London. They get a Brett Ripian Broncos team against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What a great London game. Exactly. What, hey, Jags are big in London. Man, so if I know. Big, they love the Jags. <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge fantasy injury implications. Brees Hall has another good game, and yet he tears his ACL out for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, the news did just come through, though. James Robinson is headed to the New York Jets. Um, that sends um, for a fifth and a sixth round pick, I believe, over to Jacksonville for James Robinson. So James Robinson and Michael Carter will share that backfield. And now it's the Travis Etienne show in Jacksonville. Which, um, Zach, you just locked into two like top 10 running backs every week. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. The speaking of the Jaguars, I wouldn't say lucked into it, but Jaguars you know. 17, <laughs> Giants 23. It was a field goal fest. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he somewhat plops into the end zone, and Daniel Jones finds the end zone too, plops in there 11 for 107. Eh, that's not really a plop. You're not plopping when you're running for 100 yards on the ground as a quarterback. No, he had a, quite a bit of design uh, designed reads. Um, Wandale Robinson's the only receiver that's kind of getting any work in New York. Um, Daniel Bellinger, the tight end, was forced from the game. Broken orbital socket. That yeah. was a nasty injury if you want to go back and look at that. Um, How do you break your eye? Gross. Your eye socket. Um, guy, guy was coming in to tackle. The guy was coming, <laughs> the guy was coming in to tackle and came up high, and I guess his uh, – like a couple fingers got into his face mask and essentially just like forcefully punched him in the eye. Yeah, that's a season. Um, like he's done for the year with that. Yeah, it was gruesome. Yeah, that sucks. The Steelers young tight end. are making their way towards the first losing season in Mike Tomlin's illustrious career. Uh, Kenny Pickett throws three more interceptions. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't watched any Steelers football this year. Deontay Johnson is giving up a lot of these picks. He's just like stop stopping his route. Like it, it's it's really embarrassing. I was watching that game last night, and I'm like, that like he sat in the zone and didn't move, and Kenny Pickett just throws it to where. I mean, it, obviously it's a bad throw, but like Deontay Johnson just sits there and lets it happen. Like the one in the end zone at the end of the game, I was like. It's a it's a back shoulder throw. Like he thought it was a back shoulder throw. Deontay Johnson went inside. Like you're still like three feet from him. Like he caught the ball, didn't even like try to push him out of bounds or anything. Like like Deontay's really weird right now. Um, Pickett is really targeting Pickens. That's probably irking Deontay a lot a little bit. I mean Deontay still led the team in targets, but he's he's been bad. I feel the whole like offense has been bad. Deontay. 
Deontay Johnson's role in this offense is like 95% choice routes. And when you've got a rookie quarterback yeah. who's, you know, you're counting on to make a choice, that's really not productive. No. Raheem Mostert, sure another nice day. And Kenny Pickett's tiny hands in the rain. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> Whopper hands. Yeah. Whopper hands. I didn't, notice, I didn't notice until the Sunday night game that he wears gloves on both hands either. I didn't oh. realize. Kenny two gloves. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh will be in the market. They may be in the market for another quarterback next year. Uh, what? Mac Jones. <laughs> Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill have serviceable days in fantasy. Moving on. Um, apparently, Matt Ryan injured his shoulder in this game. Is this? A... He did, but he. Yeah, they say he injured his shoulder, but he um, effectively is benched as well. They said they're going with Sam Ellinger the rest of the season. Matt Ryan. Is this might done. be like a. Uh... Like partially hurt shadow and what three interceptions will do that <laughs> after having two back to back like 30 point fantasy days, then they bench him. Yeah, but fantasy isn't, I mean, reality, no, it's shit. not reality. He's the Indianapolis Colts fans booed Andrew Luck at their quarterback position. It's just cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. Um, I, I wish I could find it. I'm, I'm gonna try to find it, but it said because the, the Colts have just like recycled like old quarterbacks, <laughs> they've gone, you know. Philip Rivers, they've gone. Um, Wentz. Uh, Wentz, they've gone um, now with Ryan. I was like, the, the next eight years projected quarterbacks. Next year, Matthew Stafford. The year after that, um, uh, who all these old uh, Baker Mayfield, and then you have Jared Goff, and you have all the. <laughs> it's just gonna like all these bad quarterbacks are eventually just gonna go to the Colts because they don't want to draft one. <laughs> But it looks like Sam Ellinger the rest of the year, which yeah. is going to affect a lot of production. Is that where he is? What? Is he a rookie? Is that who he is? No, he's a second-year player. Yeah. Six-round six round pick out of Texas. I think it's going to limit it to Jonathan Taylor will get a little bit more involved. We're going to see more Naheem Hines, and it's going to be like one receiver a week, and it's going to be guess which one. You know, yeah, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell's looked pretty good, and then just the rotation of the tight ends, Kylan Grants and Mo Ali Cox and Jelani, Jelani Woods. So yeah, but, just kind of just pick your poison at that point. Yeah. Uh Derek Henry with 30 rushes. Love to see it. And uh my Titans to win the division um lock is starting to look really good. Yeah. You won that bet today. That bet too. I don't know if it's locked in yet. Anything's gonna. Happen. I, I think Tannehill had an ankle injury, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did leave a couple, um, like one or two plays. Malik Willis came in, but he he came right back in. But um, it was affecting Tannehill a little bit. He did leave the game in a boot, but the boot just freaks everybody out. So it they doesn't just do matter. The boot at all times now. Yeah, I mean Tyree Kill left two weeks ago in a boot and came back and practiced in full on. Wednesday, so it just always freaks people out when they say, oh, he's in a boot. Josh Jacobs explodes in the second half. The Las Vegas Raiders uh, thwomp the Texans. They do cover. It did not look like it was going to go that way for most of the game. Devontae Adams is held out of the end zone once again, 8 for 95. We like to see that. And Damian Pierce continues to be a workhorse that we love to see in Houston. Yeah, Damian Pierce, I mean, the way things are going right 
right now. I mean, he was already taken early in our draft. I mean, this is how it goes. A rookie running back, you know, does real well. He like he'll probably be a top two round pick again this year or the following year, um, pending what happens in the offseason or injuries. Um, but like the rookie running backs have been going crazy this year. It's fun to watch. Baltimore Ravens 23, Cleveland Browns 20. Uh, I believe this game came down to it. Um, I don't know. What happened in this game? Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb happened. Yeah, um, Mark Andrews had uh, essentially a goose egg. He had one uh, one carry for four yards. Um, that's, that's kind of a bit of a downer. Lamar, obviously a bit of a downer. Um, Gus Bus, he's back. Two tutties on the ground. I believe 15 carries. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but 16. Wait. 16 carries. Yes, yeah, 16 okay. for 60 something. 16 yeah. for 66 and two. Yeah, so he's back. Um uh with JK Dobbins now on IR. It looks like he had a scope on his knee. Um, he'll be out for at least four weeks. Um he is eligible to return because he was on the um he did not start the year on IR or the pup. Um, once you go on for a second time, that's when you're done for the year. So he's looking to be back. Hopefully, when they try to make a playoff push, um, I think the Bengals now looks like look like the best team in that division. Um, just the way um, Joe Burrow's getting it going and uh, Lamar's kind of falling off a little bit. I mean, the Ravens have had some injuries too. I mean, haven't had a, a, a very steady backfield yet. Um, um, Mark Andrews battled a knee injury this week. Um, they missed uh, Rashad Bateman missed a little bit of time in the past few weeks. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a boring game to watch. Honestly, it was just not remember, not remember for sure. Brown stalled out as soon as Najoku left. He was out forced out in the third quarter with the ankle injury. Yep, another uh, high ankle sprain. Weeks. Yep. Uh, two to five weeks. They're projecting no surgery, um, but two to five weeks for David and Joku. Ton of injuries this week. I, we've already mentioned the Breeze Hall one, and there's still more to come. Geno Smith makes his case for comeback player of the year. Century. Uh, yeah, Seahawks <laughs> continue to shock <laughs> the footballing world. Uh, Kenneth Walker has his coming out party. Uh DK Metcalf leaves the game with an injury. Um, Pete Carroll is being kind of cagey about it just yet. Austin Eckler with a nice day. 12 targets, 12 receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, yeah, he ran for a touchdown too. Mike Williams also out for multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain himself, I believe. Yep, correct. Um, DK Metcalf, they said it's a knee injury. Um, uh, No surgery needed. Patella tendon. Um, so no timetable. Um, would probably expect to see him to go on IR, you know, to miss that that minimum four games. Um, so, yeah, um, two big injuries to two big receivers in that game. Sunday's uh, prime matchup of the afternoon, we saw the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 40. Niners. Um, this was a really nice close game to start the first half, and then Kansas City just kind of balled out, topped off with a Juju Smith-Schuster touchdown to ice it, which ended with both teams bringing in their backups at quarter. Yeah, 
Yeah, so the snaps were, I mean, obviously this was um, the first game Chris McCaffrey played with the 49ers, was traded on Thursday, was active on Sunday. He did play about a quarter of the snaps from what I saw. Um, obviously, in a blowout, they weren't going to stick him out there in the fourth quarter. Um, uh, him and Jeff Wilson did split the time between um, – they each played about a quarter of the snaps and then the backup and Tyrion Davis-Price uh, kind of topped it off. But um, expect McCaffrey going forward to lead, lead the team in touches, at least in the backfield, obviously. Um, it looked like uh, Debo is listed day-to-day. He came out with a hamstring injury from that game. Um, don't really know how serious that is. Uh, Shanahan's obviously pretty coy about injuries as well. Um, big game from Kittle. Um, but the big day was from the receivers for Kansas City. Juju had a big game. Big game. Uh, MVS, I believe, had three for 111 off the top of my head. And then uh, Nicole Hardman had three tutties. Um, so that was fun to watch. Two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Um, they're not running backs to not give much production even though Isaiah Pacheco was deemed the starter, but uh, E.H. did get the touchdown. Uh, uh, Kansas City is dangerous. Snap share of the three running backs this last week. Which is even weirder because they were leading the entire second half. So um, they just like to throw the ball. Um, they're going to put the ball in Mahomes' hands, and good things are going to happen. Um. Wasn't it Kittle and Kelsey had the exact same stat line when they ended for their national tight end day? Uh, Kittle did get the touchdown, but yes, besides yep. that. Same stat line, yep. Uh, Jeff Wilson dropped his only target, which he would have walked in the end zone with. Which He would have, yep. Lost in the sun. Yep, it's same thing happened to me at uh, the Sheridan High School field. You know, same, same thing. It's yeah. the same. Commanders 23, Packers 21. We already touched on the fact that people are calling Rodgers washed a little bit. Uh, They tried to force feed the ball to Aaron Jones in this game, and it did work. Um, For some reason, Rodgers just decided that he was going to target receivers who could not catch the ball. That would be all of them. None of them could catch. Besides, Besides Aaron Jones, that was about it. Um, Brian yeah. Robinson with another All nice day. Was look at the memes and see Rogers screaming at his receivers to know how it went. <laughs> and on this show last week, we talked about Taylor Heineke. I went through some previous box scores and I said, "Hey, Terry McLaurin, look for him to have a nice day." And that's exactly what happened. He did have a nice day. So yeah, a lot of the receivers had a, or I guess him and Curtis Samuel had decent days. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how long the Taylor Heineke experiment will go. We've seen it long enough. I mean, I'm sure they're going to get a sneak peek at Sam Howell, their rookie quarterback, at some point in the next two weeks or so. Um, but, yeah. To update um, for the Monday night game, there's currently about seven minutes left in the third quarter. It's 23-14 Bears. Uh, the Bears. Patriots were extremely highly favored in this one. It was like minus eight and a half or something like that. We do have our native Patriots fan on this Zoom call. So, Cody, 
What do you think about this quarterback controversy? I think it is Bailey's Zappi's job to lose. Mac didn't look good the first four weeks of the season. I would think he was averaging two turnovers a game and not moving the offense at all, not letting the guys do their jobs. And Zappi comes in, and he's pretty much played flawless. I don't even know if he's turned the ball over yet, to be honest. I'd have to look at the stat like his last three weeks. But 2-0 as a starter and uh, playing really well. I think he looks good, and I think the fact that the Patriots fans waited two, three and outs tonight off of his injury return to start booing Mac before – and when it's Zappy back, says it all. And I, I just don't think Belichick's going to deal with turnovers. And Mac threw a pick on his third drive tonight. And that was pretty much all she wrote. So I think you're going to see Bailey Zappy until he screws up to a level that even Mac can come back from. Maybe we'll ship Mac to the Steelers. <laughs> I'll take it. It's time for the matchups that mattered. By the way, do you know who I wanted in Pittsburgh? Who? Jimmy Garoppolo. At least he's functional. Mm. But they held on. And it was a good good move for him. Hold, holding on. Speaking of holding on, Zach takes another dub in the Energy Bowl, 117 to 103. Um, even though I traded him a stinker in his flex position, he still <laughs> overcame it. Two stinkers, two stinkers, Michael Gallup and Romeo Dubs, and I still take down Dalton. I, I couldn't imagine. Can't imagine. Sorry, buddy. Um, you only, you it, only it was almost, I know. Um, it was funny. I looked at it when I was watching the games in the afternoon and Ken Walker ripped off that 74 uh, yard touchdown. I'm like, holy shit. I beat him. I beat him because I was up like 25 points and I was like, Deontay Johnson, there's no way he's getting that. Um, if Walker doesn't run that out, obviously um, there was still some time left in the, that game. He would have still turned out a few more yards, but that was 13.4 points. Um, if that run doesn't happen, it only gives me about a half a point window to close, to close it out. Um but no, yeah, coming out party for my running backs, at least. Um, they did all the damage. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts gave me my, you know, the solid 3.9 floor that he always has. Um, but <laughs> I was I was at least glad. I, I st- Every week I say I'm the one of the worst teams in the league. Again, I'm 5-2 and because um, I think my team is absolutely atrocious. So I'm open for deals. I want to make my team better. Um, so. I'm where I'm working the trades. I've been working trades for the last few weeks, obviously. Well, are you trying to move one of those cowboys yet, or do you just gotta ride or die with them all year? Uh, you know, I don't know, man. Um Heath is still looking to squeak one out against the six and zero Stuart Brinkman. Uh Brinkman still yeah. does have a chance, but he needs uh, another touchdown from Jacoby Myers and then some. Yeah, it'll be close. Um, good game from Heath. Obviously, Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon help. Um, that's a big part of it. Um, but he's um, he's getting on. That's going to be a big old field for him. I actually think if Jacoby Myers does score another touchdown, that the Brinkman will move to 7-0. Yeah. Just the way the math works out. 
Yeah, and Jacoby's playing good. I mean, that touchdown in the first first half of the tonight's game was pretty ridiculous. He's not projecting pretty... his score, but it's hard to project touchdowns, though. And the Patriots oh, yes. are nine right now, so I mean they're going to be throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Patrick Freeze. picks up his first win, moves to one and six to tie lean at one and six. Um, sorry, guys, you're you're both in essence eliminated. A little, little toilet bowl preview here. Is that what we got going on? <laughs> Patrick's team is head over heels better than the roster that Lean has constructed. Yeah, when you're starting Tyler Conklin in your flex. <laughs> Uh, although he did score six point two, I guess that's more than Romeo Dubs. You know what's yeah, crazy um, about Dobbs is I would have started him if I played DFS. I would have started him too because his um, like the setup was perfect. No God, I know. No Cobb. Um, mm-hmm. Sammy's you know, just coming back. Yeah, the, like it the worked out perfect. perfect. Yeah. He got targeted, but he did drop a few passes, so hopefully that doesn't burn him um, later. I don't think so. Um, he's, he's the most talented out of those rookies. I will say mm-hmm. one thing before we move on from past team is his roster is a playoff team in our league. It should be. The fact that he's – I know, it should be. points the way Hit. that he has. <laughs> he, he's got the highest points against, and that that's tough because he is playing okay. He's just having a tough time. Like People are just going off against him. Um, yeah, it's tough, really tough. He's got to be averaging. I was averaging 160 points against me when I was 0 3, and he was at like 150. And he's still got to be close to that average against. Yeah, it's tough, really, really tough for him. But he, he's he's turned along, he's got, got that first dub now. Um, he's off to the races. The water dogs move to four and three, taking down the Garrett Brinkman and the dark horse. Uh, Garrett moves to two and five. Hilariously, not out of it yet. What happened to uh, Alan Lazard? We didn't talk about him in that Packers matchup. I know he left, didn't he? Um, he banged up his shoulder, the shoulder injury that um, was bugging him earlier in the offseason. Um, they don't really have an update, so that's something to watch as well. So he loses Metcalf and Lazard on the Dark Horses team? Yeah, and he's got a good team too. Like, there's some guys like that have really good rosters that aren't producing. Whereas, like, I think they have way better rosters than my team, and I'm five and two. Like, uh, don't get me started. Sack, go ahead and break down your matchup for us. Yeah, took on uh, the one hit wonders today, aka the Buffalo Bills, even though it's not as much Bills as it was last year. And, uh, you know, managed pulling out. Drew had a lot of bye week issues because he did have a lot of Buffalo. I mean, he's missing three Buffalo Bills this week and uh, had some injury issues of his own. So puts up a decent outing for what he was dealing with, 118. And uh, I still got some guys going here, but probably going to put up 150 to 160 somewhere. And when you got Burrow and Chase going on for almost 80, it's pretty hard to compete against that. So Yeah, that is tough. For 0-3 out of the ashes to 4-3. and Yep. Poor, poor, poor blaster. Um, Luke moves to seven and zero with a drubbing over Blaster and his bastards. <laughs> yeah, he uh, big injury for him losing Brees Hall. That's a 
very that's a rough one to go through because he probably was on pace to be RB top three after this week scoring if he was stayed in the game and he's yeah there was a chance like he was fighting for like he he was fighting for number one overall next year like the way things were going like like that's how running backs you know you you score a lot of points you're going to be drafted really high next year um, come on it doesn't guys. matter he was drafted in the like the fourth round already as a rookie and Where he's was DeAndre and he's, Swift drafted. As a rookie, no third third round. Brees Hall better than DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Pre-injury, <laughs> Brees Hall has the same metrics as like Kamara and like some of your guys that are in that top five conversation mm. here. Yeah, the Jets are five and two. Yeah, I mean, they're, five, they're, what, they're, what, they're yeah, exactly like Wilson away from being a, a super. Go <laughs> <laughs> no Flacco. Put Flacco in so I can throw it 50 times again. No, um, yeah, the big, big the big news on go ahead. yeah, go ahead. Blaster's got some tough lineup decisions to make down the road here. He's got a lot of injuries he's got to figure out and got some running back depth that he's got to look for. So if anybody's selling running backs, maybe look at Blaster. <laughs> I have running backs for sale. Um, he got lucky with that 16.7 from Antonio Gibson. When you never really <laughs> expect that unlimited touches. Um, one other big story on the Jets was the Elijah Moore requesting a trade and then being deactivated on Sunday. Um, they say he is going to be active this week. Obviously, no Bruce Hall. Uh, yep, Corey Davis sprained his MCL. So there's um, what are you going to roll out? Jeff Smith and Denzel Mims? Probably not. You're going to uh, throw out your uh, sec- second round pick last year and Elijah Moore. So hopefully we'll see what happens with that. Um, they did say he is not getting traded. Like the smart move is for them not to trade him because he is only a second year player. Hopefully they can work some stuff out. But that goes back to like Cam Akers, like requesting a trade and trying to figure it all out. And they're just not going to play him um, until they find a trade partner or they just don't play the rest of the year. So. That's something to watch too as the trade deadline approaches in the actual NFL. It is November 1st. Um, we did mention James Robinson did get traded. The, the NFL is very fickle though, where they don't trade players very often. Um, it's not like Major League Baseball or or basketball where you know you're trying to make that trade for that final push. Obviously, we saw two running backs get traded in the last week. Um, so that's something to watch for. Um in these next couple of days. All right. Um, quick preview of uh, week eight's matchups. Yeah. Let me go and look at, pull that up. And I'm going to pull, try to pull up the division records. Real uh, yes, fast. The divisional update. Uh, I'll start yeah, it tomato, off. Tomato. I play blaster. I can't remember if we have a rivalry game or not. Oh, I don't think so. Pat plays Heath. Heath would like to continue with his hotness. I don't know. That's a weird way to put that. Uh, <laughs> Sackett plays Stewart, who is still in the running for 7-0, but likely 6-1. and one. Uh, Luke takes on Drew. Ooh, excuse me. Luke will be without Herbert. Uh, Christopher Lean takes on Garrett. Garrett desperately needs a win against Lean. And Zach gets Cole. Yeah, yes. He, uh, 
the undefeated, but or maybe undefeated. We'll see how it plays out because I think he's still got some time here. But uh, we'll see what Jacoby Myers can do. And then I get a pull Stu next week, and he's going to be without Austin Eckler, so he's got an uphill battle there. So it looks like if if things pan out, it's like the tomato division will go four and two once again over the tomato division um, with wins from Luke, Cole, Sackett, and Heath, if Heath's game stands, and losses from Dalton and Lean. The only descending losses. So that would put them, the tomato division, at eight and four, taking control over the tomato division, which Brinkman and myself are the ones carrying that division. <laughs> Feeling pretty okay. good about the division here, man. I think we're going to run the table on y'all. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm the, I'll be the only 5-2 and two team. I'm okay. I'm still, I'm still trucking along. <laughs> You're going to be on an island at the 5-2, aren't you? I'm, I've been on an island the last couple of weeks. <laughs> like I was only three and two team. I was only now I was only four and two team. Now I'm only five and two team. All right, uh, Sack, are you going to participate in our bets? Sure, I'll take your money. <laughs> First thing off the rip is lock of the week. Sack, you are the guest. I will uh, give you the floor unless you need to look. Oh, I got to look at next week's schedules. All right. Uh, Zach, are you ready? Uh, I'm pulling it up. Uh, let's recap um, last week's bets. Um, so uh, we lost both our locks both of the locks weeks, of the I week. believe. Yep. Um, um, uh, Dalton I had the Packers at four and a half. No, you had Packers. Oh, for the lock of the week. Yeah, sorry. Lock of the week. You had, yep, I have not. I'm recapping. Packers at four and a half point favorites, um, and I had the Patriots at eight point favorites. So, um, you did take down Tennessee. You had Tennessee minus two and a half. You did have Cincinnati minus six and a half, and oh, I did the take Jets. the more rush attempts. Yep, and I took that one. Oh, the Broncos had more rush attempts. Twenty-eight to twenty-four. Hmm. So running total um, is ten to nine. You also did not. Um, I also claim the extra victory of saying Melvin Gordon was not a top 10 running back. Um, yeah, let me. I, I have my lock of the week, unless Sackett, are you ready? Uh, I let's have Gas go first. I don't think I'm going to take it from you here, but we'll see. I would have to say Bengals versus the Browns. I see the last line looks like minus three Bengals. And I would say that's my lock. Minus three Bengals. Okay. I do. I'm looking at DraftKings. I'm just double checking spreads. That's what I go off of. Um, yep. I have minus three. Yep. <laughs> Dalton? Give me the Jaguars in London minus three. Nice. Just the Dalton's. Against the Brett Rippey and Donkeys. All right. And I'm going to take Tennessee minus two. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, it is my turn this week to make up bets, right? Don't ask me. Zach, <laughs> did you freeze? No, you did. Oh, no, you did. Uh, it's my turn this week, correct? Yes, and I will make okay. the first and third selection. Well, I mean... Sack it's gonna go first both times and then it can well, go even then. All right. Three times. Yeah. We do have two bye weeks, Chiefs and Chargers. The first one is Ravens, Buccaneers. I have it as Baltimore minus one and a half. Is that what DraftKings says? I have Baltimore minus I have minus one and a half. I see minus two and a half bucks. On on DraftKings? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Two and a half. I have one and a half. This I have Ravens the, minus one and a half. I guess they could have changed today, but this was the 23rd line. I'm looking yeah, at. Ravens mi- minus one and a half versus Tampa. Sack it. Where are you going? Where are you leaning? You're still one and a half in favor of the Ravens. I'm going to take the bucks. Zach? I want the Bucks. Plus 1.5 for the Bucks. Give me the Ravens then. All right. Uh, we have Miami minus three. Against One second. You got, you got to go slower, dude. I'm going as fast <laughs> as I can. Are you chicken pecking over there? No, I'm typing in a dark room. That's chicken pecking if you gotta look at it. Can you get, can you, can you get yourself some fucking readers or something? Not, I'm looking at my other screen, guys. The title of this episode will be Get Grandpa Some Readers. <laughs> I already have readers. No. It's called I'm Blind as a Bat. Okay, you said Miami? Miami minus three, Lions plus three. Sack it, you're up first. It's in Detroit. Yes. yes. Take the Dolphins. I will also take the Dolphins. Sack it minus three. And Dalton minus three. And I'm taking the points, baby. I'm taking the Lions, baby. And finally, this one is a juicy line. Oh, God. Please let it be the one I want. We have the Bills <laughs> minus 10 and a half and the Packers plus 10 and a half. Is that what it says on DraftKings? Yep, I have 10 and a half. Sack it. This is in Buffalo. Man, yep. playing like dog shit. I can take I gotta take the Packers. They've been competitive every game. Packers to cover. I want the Bills. <laughs> I, I want the Packers. I don't think the Packers have lost by two possessions all year, have they? I think they've always been close. I don't to know. Um, but another – I saw another one that was pretty intriguing. I like the, um, the, the Minnesota line. 
minus three and a half against Arizona. Coming out of a bye at home with the fake uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Philadelphia minus three. What was that? They were moving DeAndre around. They had him motioning and everything, pre-plays, man. It almost looked like they were running an offense. <laughs> I, it All just right. took Tyler going to the sidelines on Call of Duty release night, screaming at him to get him going. <laughs> I saw that that meme. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's pretty bad in the first quarter when you got to go to your sidelines and scream at your coach. I don't know what Kingsbury is doing in his headset over there, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, that does it for another successful show. Saki, you got anything left you'd like to add besides the fact that your your beloved Patriots are down? Yeah, we'll see what they they got. It's just starting the fourth quarter down by 12, so a two-score game here. Bears are driving, so probably going to be hopefully a field goal, but we'll see what they can do. Bailey Zappi season. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they what they come out with in the media with Mac. I don't know if uh, Belichick's going to say anything. I don't even know if he'll tell you that he benched Mac or – if we'll even talk about it. So we'll see what the narrative is there. And, you know, blessed to come back from 0-3 and, and be competitive again in this league. So that's all I got. Dalton, how do you truly feel losing, not just to me, but to a team that has two zeros? <laughs> what um, could you have done differently? Well, I did get my last-minute pickup correct. So. Correct. I was I was not too torn up about that. Um, I probably could have trusted Michael Carter over Jeff Wilson, but that would have been like three more points. Um, yeah, uh, there's really nothing I could have done differently to win. What, it just came down to matchups now. Historically, what? what's your matchup record now? With each I don't know. I'm sure Zach has a lead, um, but, well, maybe no, not. You have, you have a you have a winning record against me. You used to be like my main, like I beat you every single time. Let me pull it up. I have it up right now. The old punching bag. <laughs> I am the old punching bag. <laughs> um, let's see. It's right here. Just a quick little filler. The all-time... For me now, uh, Dalton, you have a seven five record against me, including this most recent matchup, including the most recent matchup, even though nice. I have outscored you. Nice, I've had some big blow up games, doesn't matter how much you win, and then it only matters how much you lose. <laughs> a yeah. dub's a dub. Uh, second, <laughs> we are tied six and six, we do not we haven't played yet this year. Um, and then Dalton. Um, you have a f- uh, four and eight record against Jubal over there. So that's uh, who's your daddy. He's got two or three in a row against me, though, I think. Yeah, he's got the last two, including the championship, the championship last game. year. And he got me early this year before I could figure my roster out. Yeah, it was nice. Like going back and look, I, I, went, I just did a little exercise earlier and I went and looked back at week one. Lean scored 160 points. That was his only win. I know. He put up – I literally, my first three weeks, I think I had Justin Jefferson go off for of 40, and then I think I had, like – who was my week two? I could, like, my first three weeks, I had a 40-plus point player every week against me. 
and lean. He yeah. saved all his points for week one, and he threw it out there and beat me down, and that was that was it. <laughs> he was done for the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touchdown Montgomery. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, three score game. So Bailey Zappi, you got your work cut out for you. Sure does. This is getting benched. The end.